Well, I think a few things to say. First, I think it's important to clarify that we have not lost any case against Papunfus in what happened yesterday. What Papunfus did, it's like all employers, if um, you go on a legal protected strike and the other party uh, feel that the strike is not legitimate, if they run to court and present their case, what they get granted is an interim relief. What Papenfus and Niasa won is an interim relief, but the process which it's a process already done, it can only mean that the minister cannot act on it until this matter is argued in court. So they've been given an interim relief so that there will be a return date when, which we, where the case will then be argued as to whether they are facts or no facts. So it's only then Papenfus can claim that he has secured a victory if he doing. So far, this is a hollow victory. It's just in the process he has delayed the, the rolling out of the of cassetting. There will be a day, a return date in court, which we will argue facts. He either wins on that day or he loses. And therefore, if he loses, it means that the rollout would have to take place. Right. So, both the workers who, as we speak, I mean, part and foot and the bosses, and those individuals in government and in the ANC who have been making noise about the fact that long strikes are a problem, as a union we ended the strike, they are quiet about a sizable number of our workers in different plants as we speak have been locked out by pop and foot, forcing them to basically accept starvation, slavery conditions which he imposed despite being a beneficiary of collective bargaining, he chooses what he will, he, he will be able to, 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 to implement. You would know that during the middle of the strike, everybody was crying foul about the strikes along and so forth. But and forth, despite the fact that our workers have ended the strike, they have locked them out till then up to now. As a union, we have to put money aside now to make contribution in solidarity with our members who are starving in small, medium-sized companies. The court ruled in favor of Pat and Fuss in the past in relation to this, and it said we must wait for the gazetting. That's the very same gazetting that Pat and Fuss now is seeking to frustrate so that the Minister of Labor should not then gazette the agreement and then we got legal ground and to force Pat and Fuss to stop the lockout but also to ensure that our members enjoy benefits and conditions. This, got, this has got a very serious implication for the future of collective bargaining in this country. Well, just because quickly, and I want, to, I want to just jump in there, because the obvious question here would be, uh, are you not speaking directly to Niasa, especially for the workers that have been locked out? Is there direct communication between uh, NUMSA and Niasa? Let me tell you, it's, it's around 1% of workers now who are locked out you remember it was a majority the bulk employers vast majority of employers have taken a decision to allow workers back and they have complied with the benefits and 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 condition but and food is a lone ranger who is a populist who's who's bound who, who, who champions every day is running to court looking for money he has called on employers now to contribute 100 rand he has costed them in the previous case about 11 million and he was going to continue because basically there is a race to the bottom 
of the, an agenda that is championed by Market Foundation, by the NDP of the ANC, and Pap and Foods to basically attack hard-won gains mm. of workers to reverse their, their, their gains that they secured during that day's of upper state, they see the army of the unemployed as an army to be exploited at cheap labor so that they must maximize the profit. All right. All right. That's all we have time for. Thank you so much for chatting to us. That was NUMSA Secretary General uh, Ivan Jim.